0: Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together Bruce and I have written 36 cookbooks, including our most recent bestseller, The Instapot Bible, and a book we wrote a long time ago, all the way back in 2004, which I don't even know the crust of the earth had hardened yet, in 2004, but a book called Cooking for Two, which brings us to today's episode. Today is all about Smaller Thanksgivings, Part 1. That's right. We are going to talk about how to make a smaller Thanksgiving, because I have a feeling you like us are spending Thanksgiving in a smaller grouping. This Thanksgiving is just going to be Bruce and me. Uh, we're not going to our families. We were, we had all kinds of plans, didn't we? To yeah. go away, we, were, we even thought maybe we'd uh, we'd make some big celebration in Savannah and oh uh, with covid we can't do it
1: no the cases are going to back up so we're staying home and it's just gonna be the two of us and to add special treats to this thanksgiving
0: thanksgiving day is my birthday it is bruce's so birthday so we're really gonna and, find a way to make this whoa, a special I should thanksgiving. say he's flipping a first digit on thanksgiving day <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable so uh, we're gonna we have to make this just for the two of us so we thought we'd do an episode about how to do this and we have a couple recipe ideas from our book cooking for two and then beyond that we have some other ideas too this is all about main courses right this is, this all is about the this center is, of the table yeah because usually at thanksgiving the center of your table is a turkey and
1: quite honestly walking around it's sure why not defecating on your table oh nice. whoa so usually children in the room people are going to find 12 pounds 16 pound turkeys even 20 pound turkeys And despite Dorothy Parker thinking that eternity is two people and a ham, it can also be two people and a 22-pound
0: turkey. 22 pounds. How is that possible, 22 pounds? How did they get that big? Well, don't answer that question because we're not going to have a political podcast. So don't answer that question. (laughs)
1: And it's almost impossible to find a four or five pound turkey very hard really really hard which would be a nice thing but okay so you still want to have turkey you want to do something yummy just for you what should we do
0: Okay, here's my idea. And this is a recipe that is in the book, Turkey Two, but I'm just going to talk about it on air. And this is turkey and dressing for two. And this recipe is a little funky. So you may not expect turkey and dressing for two. And this is seriously for two. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to start out with a 12-ounce, mm, 14-ounce, Boneless turkey cutlet. You want to explain what that is, Chef? So
1: basically, it's just a boneless turkey breast that's been flattened down. Um, You might be able to buy it as a cutlet already, or you're going to buy a big chunk, you know, as Mark says, a 12 to 12 ounce to even one pound boneless, skinless turkey breast. You're going to butterfly it, which means cutting a knife halfway down it horizontally, opening it like a book.
0: what is horizontally?
1: Imagine like you're opening a book. Well, that turkey breast is a book, and you're going to cut right through the middle of it, but not... All the way through You're going to go You know Three quarters of the way You're going to open it up Then put a piece of plastic rack Over the top Take a big heavy pot Or a meat pounder And start bashing it Until it's You know Half and quarter inch Okay bashing Yeah you're going to flatten it You need to flatten this But here's the tip of all
0: You're going to mush it If you bash it You have to be a little
1: careful The tip of all tips And trick of all tricks Get friendly between now And Thanksgiving With the butcher In your supermarket If you're friendly with them and say hi and talk to them, if they're not
0: really busy, they'll do this for you. Well, they will. And, in fact, tip well. Tip your butcher. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, pick up your 12, 14, 16 ounce tur- boneless turkey breast and say, can you make a cutlet out of this? Can you flatten this and make a cutlet out of this for me? And if so, do tip well. Yeah, Bruce, give him a few bucks. Bruce has explained kind of how to do this, and you can do this at home under plastic wrap, as he says, and smashing it out. But here's what happens once you've got that. Once that's all done, then what I want you to do is... When you're at the store and you're buying your turkey breast, I want you to buy a corn muffin, one corn muffin. So just buy the one corn muffin, put it in your cart, bring it home, set it on the counter for a couple days. So let's say you bought that on Monday, and now it's Thursday, and you're ready to make your turkey dinner. Here's what you want to do: just sauté some vegetables in butter. Um, no, pick some onion, shallot, mushrooms. Chop them up really small. What else can we put celery's in? Celery's good. Yeah. Red peppers good. Green peppers good. Yeah. Yeah, carrots. This Mm -hmm. could really, you could call this as you want to call it. Think about small portions. So, we're talking about a celery rib. We're talking about a shallot. We're talking about a small onion. So keep your portions kind of small and saute that in butter in a skillet set over medium heat until it's, oh, I don't know what, until it's softened a bit, till the vegetables sound, smell yummy. Stir in some sage and some uh, thyme. I would say sage and thyme, a little salt, a little pepper. You know what? You could just use poultry seasoning if you want. You could. Uh, and you can put some red pepper flakes in it if you want it to be hot. Mm. So spice it. I, I would tell you that sage is the quintessential Thanksgiving spice, sure. So not pumpkin spice. Don't pumpkin spice your turkey, but Ooh. sage is your. <laughs> and here's a real treat. Throw in a few chopped up dried cranberries. Oh, That'd you can do really that. Really yummy. Yeah, or some nuts. So once you get that in the in the saute man, and again, think small. Think small. Think, small. think you're, you're cooking for one or two. Think small here. So a small onion, again, a shallot. Um, you know, four ounces of sliced, of thinly sliced mushrooms. Okay, now you got that done. A crumble in that corn muffin. Just crumble it in until it's all crumbly in there. And set the skillet aside for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes until it cools to room temperature. And then mix the egg that you've beaten into that. Now, line that down the middle of that turkey breast. So you're of. stuffing it. You're making a stuffed yeah, turkey well, breast. Yeah, well, you're going to make a long line of stuff. And now roll the whole thing up. Now, the way you want
1: to keep it closed is when you're in that store buying your single corn muffin Mm -hmm. and tipping your butcher to pound that turkey breast, Mm. I want you to go down the aisle where they sell measuring cups and disposable roasting Mm -hmm. pans and get a package of butcher twine if you Mm -hmm. don't have any because it's a great thing. Cut yourself a 12-inch piece or so, put it underneath, tie it on one end. Take another piece, tie it on the other end. Take a third piece, tie it in the middle. And there you go. You have a nice tied-up roll.
0: So you don't have to wash that That skillet that that stuff was in, put it back over the heat, a little butter in it. Get the butter going. You want to do olive oil, great. You want to do butter and olive oil, great. pick, pick, Pick that combination that you want. Put that stuff, turkey, breast, cutlet in it. Brown it on Mm -hmm. all sides. So brown it on one side. Turn it a little more. Turn it, let's say, three times. Okay, and then once you have browned it, now put in there, I don't know, a cup, a cup and a half, two cups, a can of chicken broth. Pour that into the skillet. Mm -hmm. Scrape up any brown stuff that may be in there. Bring it to a very low simmer. Cover that skillet. Turn the heat down and simmer it slowly for mm, 20, 25, 30 minutes, somewhere in there. It's going to be done pretty quick. It's pretty thin. But you just want this thing to braise in the chicken broth with a little butter that's still in the skillet. To be
1: perfectly safe, use a thermometer. Use an instant meat thermometer. You stick it into the middle. and It should be
0: 165 degrees because it's poultry. Right. When it's all done, take it out. Take the turkey, use the metal spatulas to take it out raise the heat up and now you can thicken that sauce you can either whisk in a little bit of cornstarch that's the easiest way to thicken it or you can mix equal parts flour and butter and whisk that in in tiny little dribs and drabs until that remaining juices in the pan thickens up and there's your sauce and now you're ready but a little right. cream wouldn't even be bad in the in the in the yep. in the gravy
1: you want to up your game with this a little bit before you put the stock in that pan you could throw a little white wine in and scrape up the stuff from the brown chicken and then put stock there's so many ways to play with this
0: okay so go on now you've got a recipe that you want to talk about i do
1: so my recipe is a chicken recipe and and I like to take bone-in chicken breasts, right? Mm, so that's a delicious bone-in chicken breasts. And we're going to roast it. But we're going to roast it on top of a bed of amazing vegetables. So let's make those first. We're going to take some olive oil and we're going to saute it, onion in a skillet. And then we're going to take some cubed butternut squash. You could buy it cubed in the store. The only problem is the cube is going to be a little big. So you want to cut them so they're about a half inch. And you're going to toss those in with the onions till they soften a bit. Then you're going to throw in some chopped up swiss chard if you don't like chard but you want a different kind of green you could do that too you could use kale if you don't like chard so
0: we've got uh, onion or salad we've got uh the butternut squash we've got a green of some sort we've got a
1: green Um, then we're going to add some cinnamon some sage some thyme we're going to add a little maple syrup too and then we're going to add mm, quarter cup half a cup of chicken broth and cover it and let that cook until the squash is just about tender uncovered until the liquid is evaporated and we will have this lovely vegetable side dish which is almost ready to eat we're going to pile that into a 9 by 13 pan that is the base for
0: the chicken and when you say a chicken breast you're talking about a double breast right you're talking about one of those big ones where it's the breast on each side and all the bones attached
1: if you can find it that way that is the best thing again if you're friends with the butcher and you've tipped him in the past, he will get that for you. Right. Um, usually, you know, chick- to find chicken that. breasts come, you know, separated. If that's all you can find, just get two bone-in individual breasts and put them together mound you know on top of that mound of vegetables give it a lot of salt and pepper you could brush it with melted butter if you want a little poultry seasoning and then roast that just roast it until the skin is what crispy. does that mean
0: roast wet. what temperature
1: you're going to put that at about 375
0: okay so there you go and
1: until the skin is crispy and then the vegetables underneath have absorbed all those chicken juices that is an amazing dish that would make a fabulous Thanksgiving.
0: So there's two recipe ideas, but we have a lot of other options, and I just want to talk through these really quick. We mentioned those double chicken breasts, those bone-in breasts that have both sides of the boneless skinless chicken breast sitting on top of the bones. Those roasted make great Thanksgivings for Mm -hmm. small crowds, for two people, one person with leftovers, two, even you can serve three out of those. Don't forget about boneless turkey breasts either. Remember, you bought a big chunk of one to pound
1: out for Mark's stuffed breast, you can <laughs> roast it as it is. You could buy right. a one, one and a half pound, even two pound boneless turkey breast, and you can roast it. Look, if you really want leftovers for a few days, you can get a bone in. Half a turkey breast and that roasts beautifully as well
0: and i don't think a lot of people know that you can buy turkey thighs at the store most people never heard of this yeah and you can buy turkey thighs and particularly this time of year they're around and let me tell you that braising turkey thighs with mushrooms and wine and stock and all that Mm -hmm. in the oven browning them well and then braising them it's a delicious thing turkey thighs you can barely kill them so you just brown (laughs) them up really well and then braise them like crazy in the oven you can also roast them you know if you
1: just salt and pepper them you could put them in a 9 by 13 pan and you as mark said you can't kill these things people worry about roasting turkey and it's dry hardly the thighs will never get dry and they can roast until they're golden and crunchy and two people can share a big one one person can eat a small one i could eat four of them they're really <laughs> don't, amazing. and
0: don't forget about duck breasts duck breasts are a little bit fancy but don't mm. forget that they are super easy especially if you live where you can grill outside on thanksgiving day a couple duck breasts one for you and for your significant other it's a really nice fancy meal but
1: you know you don't even have to think birds i know everyone thinks turkey and right. so we're giving you bird ideas But Thanksgiving, especially this year in time of COVID, when it's just maybe two of you, maybe three of you, or maybe it's just your family of four, but the grandparents aren't there, the aunts and uncles aren't there. You can do some other things that are really special that aren't turkey. For instance,
0: T-bone steaks. I love a T-bone steak. It's my favorite thing to split a T-bone with, Bruce.
1: Yeah, we often share one for dinner. We'll get one on... That butcher that I'm friendly with, he cuts me a one inch or one and a half inch T-bone when they're on sale. And sometimes they go on sale for like six bucks a pound, which is really good for a T-bone. And Mark and I will share that for dinner and it makes a special holiday.
0: Even if it's just the four of you, let's say it's you and your spouse and your two kids and the grandparents aren't there and the aunts and uncles aren't there and friends aren't there. Honestly, two T-bones would make a fabulous Thanksgiving uh, meal. You just be. bake some potatoes. I know it's not turkey, but listen, it would make it would not only make a fabulous Thanksgiving meal, it would make Thanksgiving fabulous. It, it would, would make it like a special holiday. And there's another thing, and especially if you live in New England, that is not as expensive. And I know this is going to sound absurd, <laughs> but the prices have just dropped so far, it's absurd. Is, I'll tell you what Bruce and I are having for Thanksgiving. We're having lobster.
1: Because we live in New England, and they're really inexpensive. Um it used to be lobsters, you know, little lobsters were $14, $16. You can get them for five or six dollars now in New England. So if you live where they are on sale, where they're affordable, um they make a great Thanksgiving. You don't have to think ahead. You could boil them right before you eat them. That's
0: what we're doing this year. That's literally what we're doing. We're making lobsters and opening a bottle of bubbly, and that's what we're going to do for Thanksgiving because that we will each have a lobster. I'll get butter. Bruce likes his with don't cocktail, don't know, sauce. cocktail sauce, cocktail salsa, which I don't get. And then because it's my birthday, I asked Mark to make me a lemon cake with coconut frosting. Yes. Yeah, so mm. all of that is is at Thanksgiving, and it's just a way to kind of pull it down. But let me tell you, you don't have to be fancy. And I want to offer an economical Thanksgiving alternative for a smaller Thanksgiving.
1: Better not say TV dinner. No,
0: here's the thing. Look, it's a holiday, so make something that you want to make that's super indulgent that you wouldn't normally make yourself on an on an average day. For example, mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Let's say you uh, like. You, like me, love mac and cheese. Okay, make yourself a mac and cheese. Make yourself, if you are like me, you would make yourself a tuna noodle casserole. (laughs) Tuna noodle casserole is my go-to when I don't feel well, so don't judge me. So (laughs) if I were alone, I might easily make a tuna noodle casserole. And if I were alone, I might make myself
1: a lasagna. And I don't want to make a 9 by 13. That's too big. But I can make one in an 8-inch
0: square. Just cut the noodles so they fit. Right. I think that, that that you can find some indulgent casserole that you mm-hmm. love, and you can make that. Oh, my God. I would make – this is me, but I like mac and cheese. Oh, it's a whole thing. I like mac and cheese with some vegetables in it. So I tend to like it with some artichokes in it, some canned artichokes. Oh, fancy. I know. Fancy. fancy. And I like mac and cheese with peas and carrots in it. It's a whole
1: thing. What if we, instead of artichokes, we put anchovies? No. <laughs> I brought that up because Mark no. and I actually called in a pizza last week, and I ordered – artichokes on his and instead they put they covered it in anchovies
0: and i don't mean it i don't mean that it had some anchovies on the pizza i mean it was like a school of anchovies on were swimming on this pizza it was and i like anchovies and it It was was, a good
1: thing you liked them wow
0: it was too far for me so uh and again i i eat them right out of the jar so you know i like anchovies and (laughs) it was horrible so um Anyway, yeah, make some casserole that you just love that is super indulgent to you. Like I would never make myself a mac and cheese. It's too much. It's come on. Right. But if it's the holiday and it's you or it's you and and your significant other, you and your spouse, you and your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you and your kid, what if you it's you and your two kids? You know what? Make a crazy mac and cheese, make a little salad to go beside it. Yep. Oh, that would be totally festive. And
1: you know what, if you miss classics like you miss the sweet potato casserole which always is made in a giant thing. Ugh. Well, instead Ugh. of baked Ugh. potatoes with that T bone, baked sweet potatoes, and oh, then when you open okay. them up, you could put marshmallows on them and oh, then they melt. Oh,
0: uh, dude, that is so – I grew up with the sweet potato casserole, first of all, with the with the canned yams in heavy syrup mm. that are then turned into a casserole with more brown sugar and then canned pineapple and marshmallows. White people do the oddest things, wait, and that is one of the oddest things. Wait
1: till you see a recipe I worked on today for oh, our new book. Oh, well – It oh, involves canned yams Okay.
0: Look. Marshmallows Okay, well, you know what, we're just going <laughs> to drop that oh, <laughs> And granola Oh, oh, come on So anyway, uh, <laughs> these are all the different ways to make a smaller holiday To make a smaller Thanksgiving or a smaller Christmas Or I guess a smaller Hanukkah Is T-bone kosher? Um, that's a good question I don't, I don't know. know Lobsters aren't, I can tell you that <laughs> No, they're not You can't have no lobster on Hanukkah But uh, or Well, a sm- you can, but <laughs> so um or of uh, smaller new years think smaller think how to make things uh, still festive but smaller
1: so this was a smaller holiday a smaller thanksgiving part one what are we going to do in part two
0: Mark? we're gonna offer the six rules for making a smaller holiday so oh i can't rules. wait rules i love
1: rules so the means you need to make sure you download both parts one and part two of our smaller holidays And subscribe to Cooking with Bruce and Mark So that you don't have to worry about Trying to download it It'll download automatically to you And you won't miss
0: an episode And drop us a rating any time We're doing a lot of work here So you do a little work Uh, You drop a rating And we're giving you so much enjoyment We're giving a lot of work here Come on So drop us a rating Drop us a comment Better a comment in that helps in the analytics. Thanks and subscribe. Check us out on social media. Join the group on Facebook. Cooking with Bruce and Mark. Oh my gosh! Every day it seems like there's some crazy question on that group. Today is the as we're recording this. The question up is what's your least favorite Halloween candy? And let me tell you that that is an insane discussion going on. And everybody's
1: wrong because circus (laughs) peanuts are delicious, Mary Janes are delicious, (laughs) and bitter
0: honeys are delicious. Disgusting. So. uh, Join the Facebook group Cooking with Bruce and Mark. You can join in the fun there. And otherwise, we'll see you next time on this podcast.